Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Well, good evening, Catherine. We're recording now in the early evening. It's 4.55 p.m. It seems weird, doesn't it, to record at night? It does, because we usually do it in the morning because we're normally... Chipper. (laughs) Awake. But I would say we're pretty chippy now i would would even say punchy yeah we are edgy yeah so prepare yourselves buckle in Mm. here we come yeah uh we are on episode number 109 that's exciting if you're just joining us for the first time welcome aboard we are just two best friends that pick a topic every week and we talk about it (laughs) right yes (laughs) what's so funny i'm thinking i was when i was doing the research for this i was like man you know we're no experts what so we're experts curating okay listen here's the thing the topic today is on friendship yeah aren't you an expert friend Mm. i am yeah i'm a pro (laughs) they say if you have ten thousand hours doing anything you're an expert at it okay We've been best friends for 20 years. See, it's funny to me. Oh, I twisted around. You do. You're, you're, I've always said you should be a politician. I kind of am. I speak the truth, Catherine. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's roll along. Forget that we're not experts (laughs) thing. Edit that out, Catherine. Okay. Today's episode is on making friends over 50. So that's what we're going to get to today, friends. (laughs) And we have a couple takeaways, as we always do. First, we're going to share why bother? Why bother making friends over 50 and why it's hard, specifically for our age group? Secondly, we're going to talk about ways to make friends. So get out your pencils and your paper, (laughs) the old-fashioned way, write it down. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to have a little bit of fun and pretend like we've been abducted by aliens and how we would make friends. If we were in a foreign land <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, Tracy sprung that one on me. At, and uh, I did. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. last night, truth be told, I watched a sci-fi film with Ron. He likes sci-fi. Mm. I do not. And it was an alien type I, I, thing. I, I don't either. Well, and I decided to give it a chance, mm. you know, because we were looking for something to watch. And we didn't want to get sucked into a series that would suck up you know, 20 hours of our time. You know what I mean? Where it's like one episode. No, Tracy. I <laughs> have no idea what you mean. We wanted it to have a beginning and an end. No? So, yeah. Okay. So so we looked at the what's popular on whatever platform we were on. I forget yeah. if it was Netflix or whatever. And we found this thing called, I think it's called Unit 9. Oh. And it's about this guy who he gets... He gets abducted somehow by aliens, and then he starts to become an alien. So, like, Ew, <laughs> sounds awful. Okay, Ugh. here's the thing. Here's the thing. His first of all, his arm just starts to grow like like tentacles and stuff and claws and everything. Okay, and then he has like one alien eye, but the other is eye is Cyclops? human. No, he has two <laughs> eyes, but one is alien and one is human. So he's part alien, part human. Okay. Oh my God. And it goes along and he makes friends with this total alien who is a complete alien. Okay. Okay. And pretty soon you're halfway through this movie and you're rooting for the alien (laughs) and the half man (laughs) alien. And I'm like, who am I? Dude. Nanu, nanu. (laughs) What have they done to me? (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I am opposite. I'm in a state of mind uh, right now, lately, where I want to be sucked into a series oh, where, yeah. where the away. cliffhanger is like, ah, oh, gotta watch the next one. And and we are in the middle of that. We're watching um, uh, Tom Clancy's Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, maybe we'll have to give that one a try. But this good. this alien thing. It, it, so anyway, that's why I thought about being abducted by an alien. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we have sponsors. Uh, t- tell our friends that are listening all about our sponsors, Catherine. Please we do We love that. our sponsors. Thank you. Yes, we do. Our sponsors are Kenny and Ron, our husbands. Thank you, guys. Yes. And we also have contributors, humor contributors that's right and we love them too right it's through patreon more not yet so come on people we're waiting (laughs) do you want Catherine and tracy to quit no you don't (laughs) if you love what you're getting here on the life happens laugh anyway podcast even if you don't yeah just contribute what's five bucks right (laughs) it's only five dollars a month and we started there because uh, we didn't know what to do money will make us better yeah just <laughs> we'll be funnier and we'll have editors please ma'am <laughs> anyway if you would like to support the podcast you can see that in the show notes we have a patreon page and it's only five dollars a month and every once in a while we're shooting out a video to those special people that are supporting us i did not send the last one i oh. forgot oh we made one last week and oh my it gosh. is so funny oh yeah and and it's funny because we goofed up it was a mistake and (laughs) we are just a couple of nuts is all i can say so oh oh my god anyway i'm gonna shoot that out to our patrons before this episode drops so it'll be there pause did you show ron oh yeah oh yeah me too oh Uh, well i showed kenny yeah not ron (laughs) (laughs) oh he laughed Uh, our guys are so understanding of the antics that we get into and Ellie was there, too. Oh, when you were when, showing Kenny? When, yeah, it was actually our last supper. Oh. <laughs> I'm Wait. so sad. My daughter moved out. My baby. Catherine this weekend. has really got it bad. I she, do. She <laughs> she became an empty nester, and she's just falling apart. Like this. Yeah. Like, just in a poof. <laughs> and it happened. And yes, that was our last supper. <laughs> and it shared the video. <laughs> Did so Ellie that was, laugh? That was at a it? happy moment. Oh, yeah, she loves us to, to like together. Yeah, fun. And, and yeah, change mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. Change is hard, friends. So let's yeah. let's make friends. Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> let's change the subject. What say you, Catherine? Why bother? Why should we even bother making new friends when we're over fifty? Friends are a potent mood booster for one thing, like a drug. Am I boosting your mood? Yes, Tracy. <laughs> Can't you tell? I don't need any other substances. Just eat my Catherine. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a it's a mood booster. Yes, of course it is. Yes. Absolutely. And a stress buster. While loneliness can be as bad uh, for your body as smoking a pack a day. Did you know that? No, I did yeah. not. And it's a scientific thing. It's This is a study. Okay. I think and anybody could relate to that during the pandemic when we were all buttoned up they mentioned that did they yes what'd they say well they said that they said that the pandemic uh, made things worse for people especially seniors yeah oh especially seniors in facilities yes they were really sheltered off well 
Yes, in facilities, but also seniors who don't know how to use the technical devices. Like they couldn't, you know, they struggle with things electronically. Right. So, yeah. So there's that. Okay. So another reason, bonus, friends also help us stay resilient, open-minded, and effectively smarter as we age. Wow. I wonder how that works. Like, how is it that a friend would make you smarter? Well, don't you think you share wisdom? Perhaps. It didn't. But does that make you d- smarter? Wisdom? Well, yeah. Well, there's but a difference between wisdom, wisdom and intelligence. The, the true. Okay. It, okay. But they didn't have, I mean, I didn't look into that because, you know, I got the other things to do. <laughs> Maybe it's but, exactly the example that we're giving right now. It's because if you have a friend who says something and then you go, really? Why? Mm-hmm. How? You know what I mean? So then you have you conversation deep. about it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to be said about um, being social anyway. Yeah. They say that helps uh, stave off dementia and all kinds of things. So I think it's the big picture. You know, I don't know if this is part of your research, but I'll say this about that. Mm. We were created by a God who created us for the purpose of connection with him. This is true. And therefore, he created us to be a friend. You know, a friend of God. We are God's friends. This is true. And so it would make sense then it would naturally uh, fall from there Mm. that we're in connection with one another in the same way. Look at the example that Jesus was. Right. With his friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Mic drop. See ya. Oh, wait. The mic doesn't drop. It's just... It's out of stand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What else you got there for why bother? Well, that's it. That's it. Okay. Um, and, and so in a nutshell, the reason that you should bother with making new friends is because it's good for you. Done. That's right. It's good for your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, why is it hard when you're over 50? Essentially, the essential building blocks of a friendship are harder to come by when, when you're older. Mm. And those building blocks are, for example, you, when you're a kid and you're in school and grade school, even college, mm-hmm. you uh, quickly adapt, you connect so much easier and you're in so many social situations and things like that. Mm-hmm. And because of the time that you have when you're older and there, this is this is including people in their 30s and and up. Mm hmm. Because you you have your career going, you may have a family, and even if you don't have your own family in in your household, you have extended family, and you're spending time with them, coworkers, uh, things like that. So it becomes harder. And then when you're in your senior years, sometimes your friends are are, are passing, or they're spending more time with their adult children, and you know reasons such as that. So, you know, I've observed in my lifetime different ones who after they retire, they're more busy after retirement than they were before. Yeah. Because your time can get eaten up by various things. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping up with the grandkids or the great grandkids or whatever. Yeah. And you have less and less time to connect with friends they also say that some of the building blocks are also that you've, you 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 kind of lose your your skills i bet in friendship building yeah because if you think about it when you're in school right you go to kindergarten elementary school junior high high school 
you're kind of forced into um, relationships. Mm -hmm. You have a new class every year or every quarter or whatever it is. And so now you have a new group of people and you're forced to interact with them because you have to do, you know, buddies team up and do a project or whatever. Yeah. And then you might have sports or speech team or whatever. Yeah. I suspect, too, that... Uh, you can get more set in your ways. In fact, as I say that, I did listen to this this YouTube. It was a small clip from a, a news board. Mm-hmm. And these journalists, I think there were four of them, they were sitting there talking about how it, it can be difficult when you're older. Mm-hmm. And this man was speaking but he cut off the woman that was speaking and she said, excuse me, I was still talking. And I was like, Oh, is this part of the the thing? And she was really irritated that he cut her off. I'm like, wow. And it was interesting because it was about making friends. But his point that when he cut her off, he was saying that he gets irritated with people a lot easier. And obviously <laughs> his filter has disappeared. Right. And there's that. Because you can offend people more. Well, you can offend people, especially when you cut them off Mm. and you interrupt them like he did. And it could be that he did it because it came into his mind right then. And he thought, I got to say this because it's important and I might forget what I'm about to say or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be, we joke about it. And I joke about it in my comedy act about how the older we get. Mm-hmm. the more the filter is gone and it's yeah. just like the the hole in the ozone layer you know the the older we get the bigger the hole the words just pop out yeah and and i think that is a real thing yeah you know so maybe it's important for us to be mindful of that and just accept the truth that our filter might be thinner or gone and therefore we need to pull it back and let the holy spirit do it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was doing That's that true. this morning. <laughs> it's like, Holy Spirit, activate. activate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also, yeah. about those um, like ingredients that you need for uh, friendship building when you're older. Yeah. Research shows, I want to make a note of this or mention it, that making a f- casual friend takes 50 hours on average. But what? But making a close friend takes two hundred hours, and this wasn't the only source where I learned that. There were some other um, websites that I came across that said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I saw that too in yeah. my research for today, and I thought about you and I when I thought about that because we became next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. That was the way we met, and so that was just fate. Yeah, you know, because who yeah. we didn't know you it did was the Lord. It was. <laughs> You didn't know who was moving in. No. And I didn't know who lived next door. And we we moved in. And then it was a while before we actually became friends. So at first we were just neighbors and acquaintances. Yeah. And we had shared um, contact information. Yeah. And I remember thinking... Where is she? Because <laughs> I was in the Are house. Those kids sitting on her. They basically something? were. They. Were, I was juggling them. They were on my head. My five boys. Yeah. And I was depressed. Yeah. And Ka- Catherine didn't see me outside very much no. because I was constantly doing laundry, making food, disciplining the kids. You know. Yeah. Cleaning up, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when we started walking in the neighborhood together. That's exactly, yeah. That's what it made me think of with this putting in the hours, Mm -hmm. you know, putting in the time. Because, you know, I mean, I knew that Catherine was nice. She was friendly. She brought me over like a little welcome to the neighborhood gift. 
And um, I have confessed this on the podcast before, but, oh, no. but I'll You're say this. Say it again. I'm say it again. God. <laughs> Catherine was outside hanging laundry on her, on her clothesline. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was her. She snorted. And she was wearing a bikini top. I think you had shorts on. Well, thank I God. was still in my 20s, well, I think. No, you were whatever, Tracy. <laughs> 30s. Well, how old were you when you had Ellis? Uh, I don't know. 33? Oh, well, whatever. 33, I think. Okay, so she's from a distance because we lived out in the country <laughs> on a couple acres. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard. I'm trying to get this out. So she's over there in her yard and she's hanging up clothes and she looks like Daisy May. <laughs> with her arm really hard and she's saying hi Tracy and I'm waving I'm waving and I'm thinking in my head she's wearing a bikini did I look bad no you look well, you looked great in my own yard I know Two but I was like acres. she's that type she wears a bikini 33 that's young oh gosh Catherine I know <laughs> Ah. But just, do you? I'm just confessing. I was jealous. I was like, I can't wear a bikini. No. Oh, the last time I wore a bikini, I was 18. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so don't judge a book by its bikini. <laughs> it's the wrong thing to do. But look, look at us. Here we are 20 some I, years later and we're buds. Right? I was probably waving so emphatically like, there she is. <laughs> she's she's She out. exists. <laughs> come on out oh gosh i hope you enjoyed that story friends okay oh, lord what's next let's move on yeah um let's go to what are some ways to make friends yeah when you're in your later years okay so give us some <laughs> tips <laughs> look for the women in bikinis and just say hey <laughs> uh well it's going to be hard to come off from that <laughs> laughter. <laughs> you can volunteer. I think volunteering is an excellent thing to do. I do too. Here's but a perfect make example. We have a very good friend whose mom, uh, Sandy, she volunteers for the local food Helping pantry. Hands, yeah. And she goes, I think, at least once a week. Maybe, oh, yeah, the, maybe the, more. Oh, yeah. And when they have special, like they give away um, holiday meals and stuff. I mean, it's just a, a labor of love mm -hmm. that Sandy does, and I know that she makes connections there and makes friends there, and she feels purpose-filled mm, there. Right. So right. it's great. Yeah, and you can volunteer at hospitals, uh, churches, um, your favorite charity. There's yeah. a lot of things you can do. You know, and if you really like pets, I know that there are a lot of shelters that need volunteers for various needs of the pets that are there mm. you know cleaning things out and you know just they have volunteers yeah. so volunteer for your whatever your passion is or maybe you're um, excited about cars mm. you know uh, oh. there's a lot of car clubs there are there That's are true. And, you know women are involved yeah and right. so if you're into the cars and the car clubs go for it mm -hmm. and volunteer to you know what organize their whatever they call those things they have them here in our town yeah they do car car um, uh, show. show it's a show mm -hmm. it's a car show <laughs> you could see that. yeah right <clears throat> okay 
Okay. So volunteer, that's a good one. What's another tip? You can take a class. Mm. Uh, you can take a cooking class. Those are fun. Yeah, I've never done that. I'd like to. I thought you did. A cooking class? Yeah, didn't you take one with Val? No, that, we just went and ate. We oh. ate We ate the food. <laughs> it was the oh. Chicago, City of Chicago gourmet cooking like expo or whatever and it was all these different foods that you could go and sample okay and besides that didn't you do it with kelly your sister a cooking class yeah for some reason i thought you did and shana no that was a painting that was wine and paint oh okay so that that was fun there yeah that's another thing you could do yeah those are pretty popular right now they are yeah board and brush type yeah yeah we had a we had a great time Mm -hmm. you could take a music class sewing class, Mm -hmm. golf. It's endless. It's endless. And I thought one interesting thing that I read was that there is a deep connection level when people sing together. Oh, wow. Yes. I just read that. That is so interesting. mm -hmm. You know, the same is true when people laugh together. It's scientifically Mm, proven that when you laugh together, Mm -hmm. it like something about the neurons in your brain, Mm -hmm. they do something. And I forget what it is. It must be the same for singing, too. Yeah. Because uh, it says here, singing together cements friendships. Oh, neat. Yeah, that was the exact quote. Um, Travel groups. I can remember my my mom doing that. I mean, my mom had has plenty of friends, mm-hmm. but she would go on these things through the park district, and she'd meet new people. It could yeah. be anything from a local thing, traveling to your local, I don't want to say zoo, but whatever. A good place to look for those types of trips are your park district. Right, right. You know, exactly. and if your park district doesn't have trips, look at like the next like your surrounding Town towns right right mm-hmm. uh join a book club tv yeah. or movie club but not everybody is a book reader but there are tv and movie clubs as well yeah you know my son out in colorado did that not too oh, long yeah. ago he joined like this book club at this local pub and he's made a whole bunch of friends yeah that's awesome that he wouldn't have made had he not gone to this um, book club thing so they have those. Yeah. And if, if you don't know, if you're listening and you don't know where to start with that, you could go to the local library, civic centers, mm-hmm. um, senior center, centers. Or start your own. Or start your own. If right. you're a lover of novels, let's say, mm-hmm. or um, biographies, mm-hmm. whatever you're a lover of, start your own book club. Yeah. Maybe. And then you go, okay, here's the list of books that we're going to read and find other people that are interested in that. Yeah. This isn't on there, but um, I know I shared this with you. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can join a league of some some sort, like bowling league. Yeah. My mother-in-law, the closest friends she has now, uh, she met through bowling, bowling. a bowling league. Yeah, yeah, they're inseparable now. There's um, golf leagues. And, mm-hmm. you know, don't be intimidated by, I don't know how to do it. Well, guess what? Yeah. Half the people over there probably don't. I think all the more funnier when you don't know how and then you're, you know, learning something new. Yeah, and then you make the other people look better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gardening. Gardening really brings people together. And it's it's a huge industry. Um, and there are health benefits and mental uh, Not to mention the money. To too. You can save money. Yeah. And, and you there, could spend a lot, too. Well, gardening. and there are a lot of uh, community gardens now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one in Frankfurt Square. I did not know that. Yeah, it's no. right over by where my mother-in-law lives with her sister. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just like those troughs or troughs. I don't know how to say that word. But like what I have behind my garage, oh. like a feeder. Yeah. I like know a cattle mean. feeder yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> cow, cow feeder. I don't know. And they put little chicks thing. in. Yeah. Whatever. It's that. And then people can just say, okay, I want to rent that. It's free, but they just have to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. And then the dirt is there. All you have to do is, you know, hoe it <laughs> or whatever you do with dirt. Tracy's clearly not in a garden. Well, don't you hoe? Herb. Don't you hoe the garden? You hoe it. Well, isn't that a term? Yeah, rototill it and okay, mm-hmm. hoe, hoe, <laughs> hoe, hoe, hoe. Yeah. All right. What else? <laughs> uh, I want to add to that. There is a really cool garden thing over in Elwood. Is and there? Yeah. Our friends. Um, oh, yeah. Her you husband, told me about that. mom started it decades ago now. And it's a children's garden where the children can come and plant. But you as an adult, you know, you could get, I don't know, maybe grandkids together yeah. and take them to places like that. I'm sure hers was the first in Neat. the U.S. Yeah. But yeah, very neat. It really grew and grew too. You know, and um, perhaps outdoor gardening is not your thing. Well, guess what? You can garden indoor. So you could do a plant and herb garden and sit in your kitchen window or you can do succulents and just enjoy looking at them. Right. And you can also participate online, believe it or not, with any of these and thanks to the pandemic. But again, if you're not, you know, tech savvy, then um, yeah. actually well, I have yeah there's a site I want to mention um, it's called uh, Televida and okay. it's for seniors and there's all kinds of it's a great source okay. for seniors because it will tell them how to get to these links and so forth okay so yeah it's a nice aid uh, all right, what else you got there are a lot of support groups Would you tell them about your one of the support oh groups the you silver had? hair mm-hmm. yeah when i was growing out my hair because my hair was colored for many years right. decades and uh, i went gray early like before i was 30 my mm-hmm. hair was gray so i was coloring it and coloring it and coloring it and when i decided to just go cold turkey and let it grow out yeah it was torture yeah because so it was really bright white Mm-hmm. And I looked like a freak. <laughs> so so I found a I didn't group. think you did, but that's okay. Oh, I was so self-conscious. Yeah. But I found a group of women who were doing the same thing on Facebook. And it was like a, a Facebook group specifically for growing out your natural color. And did you see, just seek them out yourself? Like, did you just <clears throat> say, hey, I don't I remember. I, I, mean, I honestly cannot recall because it's been now a number of years how I stumbled upon them. Mm-hmm. But you know me, you don't call me to Google for nothing. That's right. Some way, somehow I was looking for methods. Like what are the, because there are different ways that one can let your hair go gray. You can either go cold turkey, grow out, Mm -hmm. or you can strip all the color out of your hair Mm. and then color it like a light blonde. Yeah. And then go grow out. Or you can shave it. Yeah. Or cut it in a pixie. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these different methods. And I wanted to explore them all to see what I wanted to do. Mm. And then somehow I stumbled on this group. And it was helpful because there was just encouragement from others, you know, because you get all kinds of comments from the public who say things like, you're so brave. (laughs) 
what shut up (laughs) you're brave oh gosh i'll give you brave this is not on the list but i was thinking about how our um our local place to go in town they have a bingo night so it's it's a pub yeah it's fun to go there for games and things like that it gets people talking that might be something yeah source but you can play bingo you know churches have a bingo night yeah just look for um activities in your community yeah and just um, get out there and do it. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah, it does. I was thinking about, you know, the Pickwick Society from Little Women. Oh, yeah. Little, I was thinking how there's the Red Hat Society and they're older women. Right. And I just thought, wow, girl, you know, gals, they they never stop being girls. Okay. In so many ways. And back to what we started with in terms of God made us for Mm -hmm. connection. Yeah. We're created that way. Yeah. And I don't think that um, inner creation need is going to fade away when we get older. In fact, it might even become stronger as a need to, Mm. to connect. And especially if you've lost some good friends because they've passed or moved or whatever. Yeah. I, I was also thinking about my my dad and, and your dad and my dad, when he got older, he was spending a lot more time in Michigan because they had this summer home and he made friends at the local McDonald's. All yeah. the seniors hung out there. Yeah. You know, and uh, my dad did the dad same. Your dad was in politics yeah. and had his his posse, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, yeah. yeah. Any Any other tips? No. I have one to add to that. Okay. And I would say a great tip if you want to make friends is to go to church. Yeah. If, Did I not say that? No. Oh, I have it on here. Dog parks and church. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say either one of those. I know. <laughs> I see that now because I have it separate. Yeah. Well, dog parks is a good one too. Yeah. If you have a dog that you want to meet other people that have dogs, mm-hmm. you know, go to the dog park. Um, church is a great way to meet people because, you know, they're there to for the same reason that you would be there for is to worship. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of um, places where you can plug in. Yeah. You can go to. Yeah, they do. Different events that are large group events, or yeah. you could go to small group events. You can go to Bible study. Mm-hmm. So go to church, friends. Yeah. Okay. Are we done? With that part. All right. Well, let's move on to the alien part. Okay. This is a first for our <laughs> podcast. But Catherine, let's, if, let's go. Let's just pretend. All right. Like you were abducted by an alien. Okay. All right. So you're sucked up into the spaceship. Space invaders. Yeah. And they take you far, far away to another land Mm -hmm. and they drop you in the land. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do to make friends? First thing, I would put on a smile. Oh, very good. I would put on a smile. That's pretty universal. And your bikini. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) I tried to say. (laughs) I'm going to get some friends. Get the my, wrong kind of friends yeah. if I put one on now. Right, because you'd be like your bikinis 50s. on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, <laughs> serves you right. <laughs> Sorry, I got a cramp. Or my my body's going to swallow up the bikini. You can't, I won't be able to <laughs> what see What is it. that? Is that an alien? Oh, <laughs> aliens are weird. Yeah. All right, well, put on a smile. I, I That's a really on, good one. Yeah, it's pretty universal. I would think even the Martians know what that is. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Good. I think so. What about you? Well, I I think that is such a great a great way to um to present yourself in the world is definitely to put on a smile. Especially when you're older, because I'm gonna be honest, there are a lot of older people 
that their resting face oh, yeah. is sagging. It's rough. Yeah. And so it looks like they're frowning. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm one of them. I always talk about the difference if I got a little facelift right, right here. You know, yeah. if I got that tucked up a little, my resting face wouldn't look like I'm frowning. So you so have I'm to make, make effort. So I want to make a conscientious effort right, right. to smile because it looks like I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So what would I do if I was abducted by aliens and dropped into a new land, right, where mm-hmm. nobody, I didn't know anybody? Mm-hmm. I think I would do what I've always done, which is I would just start talking. There, I would just start talking to people, and I have found, and may, I'm not, you know, saying that this is the way for everybody, but I ask questions. You know, how are you, and where are you from? The, you and you think a Martian would understand that? Well, I think that you'd have to do that little sign that <laughs> more can okay. Nanu, nanu. Just forget about the alien thing now, Catherine. We're trying to be practical. That was pretend. Your idea, okay. Oh, brother. (laughs) Okay, so talk in whatever way that you can. Communicate with people and care about them genuinely. That's the point that I'm making, Mm. is to care about them genuinely and ask genuine questions that you, like I, the way I make friends is I just try to get to know people by asking them things about themselves. For sure. I ask them about their children. People like to talk about themselves. They do. You want to give them an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Invest in people. Very, exactly. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I always told my girls growing up, always, I'm, I'm going to say it. I always said, if you want a friend, you've got to be a friend. That's so true. And that's it. Boom. Yeah. You know, my mom used to say, if you could count your friends on one hand, you're blessed. My mom would something like that. Something just like that, too. You know. And that's all you need, she'd say. Yeah. Like one or two really good friends mm-hmm. is really all we need. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to to make friends so that you have friends yeah and you know i don't use the word lightly either like a friend to me is someone who i trust with stuff you know there's a difference between acquaintances and a real friend yeah and it's something to be treasured Mm -hmm. excuse me and nurtured Mm -hmm. friendships are fragile all relationships are fragile and vulnerable so we we must um, put a high value on it, mm-hmm. invest time, and nurture right. the relationship, whether it be with our friends that we have now or future friends that we're investing in and, you know, making. That's right. Our friend Jesus. You have to spend time you do. with him in the word if, uh, if you want to get to know him. You do. Speaking of Jesus, let's go to our inspirational close. Yeah, let's do that. We chose Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, and it says this, two are better than one. Mm. I would agree. Because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. I think that's a really good scripture with a great principle, and that is that we need each other, and we can help one another. So be loving, friends. Yeah. Be great. Be wonderful. Yeah, it was hard to narrow it down to just one. There's so 
many scriptures. The Lord has a lot to say about friendships and he togetherness. Sure does. Yeah. And helping one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking again of the Lord, we decided to talk about the call to action. We always try to give you something to do mm-hmm. at the end of the podcast. And Catherine and I both believe that we, all of us, the two of us and you, we should all do our best to emulate Jesus right. and what he did to make friends and to make people feel welcome in his presence, you know, the whole mm-hmm. what would Jesus do thing. Yeah. And you, if you think about Jesus and how he encountered people when he first met them, you know, he, he hung out with everybody. He was an equal opportunist. <laughs> he didn't yep. just socialize with the socialites, you the know. righteous. No. Right. He hung out with the lowest of the low and he met physical needs and he encouraged them spiritually and he loved them where they were. Right. And the scripture tells us that Jesus hung out with children as well as elderly people. So Tax the whole collectors. Yeah, yeah. The whole gamut. Yep. So do that. Be a friend to all mm-hmm. like Jesus. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Feels I think good. So, right. Yeah. Listen, it's kind of a short one. Oh, how long have we been talking? 38 minutes. Well, it's right around. I mean, we usually are a little bit over 40 Lately, minutes. Lately, we've but been later, yeah. Longer. Well, up next week, procrastination. procrastination. <laughs> but I think instead what we'll do is um, we talked about reinventing ourselves after 50 or yeah. yourself after 50. Yeah. We we are going to get to procrastination, we'll though. Get to procrastination. We're, we are. And, you know, mm. we, do, we are going to do it. We're going to read Eat That Frog. Mm. that's <laughs> Catherine does not want to do this episode. I don't know why. Because it's procrastination yeah. and the irony of you procrastinating this topic. I think it's funny. I, th- I like just it's saying we'll get to it. It's funny, but we're going to get to it. I'm going to make us get to it. Okay. Whatever. All right. Tomorrow. Well, <laughs> you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next Bye-bye. time. Bye-bye.